the start. Up here? It's next to the, uh, like, eye thing. Hey, you got it. Mic's on? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. All right. There we go. It literally never doesn't sound good. It's got to be one of the most aesthetically pleasing sounds. Especially on a microphone, it just sounds beautiful. It just sounds great. I don't know if aesthetic is the word because I feel like that has is like looks. It's a but... very crisp sound. Oh, smells good. Smells, smells good. good. I think it's the catchphrase. Tastes like shit. Not a fan. Ooh. Oh, that's a weird. That's a... It's weird. Uh, all right, I'll take back. It tastes like shit, though. It's not too bad at the end here. No, I think that I think the aftertaste of this beer alone is very. I don't know. It kind of tastes like grape juice, right? Like a grapefruit. It does have a grape. It yeah. does have like a grape. Weird. Almost like you chased it with like a like a like a splash of grape juice. Um. Oh, whatever. We'll introduce what we're doing. Yeah, you know, so it's gonna be a little complicated, but yeah. We are talking about it before, you know, we are trying to do research on this beer that we were picking out at the liquor stores. We happened to pick out All Together, and if you don't know what All Together was, like we didn't know. At all. Yeah, All Together is like this umbrella title of a beer. Basically started by Other Half in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Other Half Brewing. Um, I'm trying to just sort this out. My Shout head. out to the BK. So Other Half came out with this idea that they were going to donate all of, all of the proceeds of this beer, I said that wrong. No, not that. all of the proceeds. Some of the proceeds. It's basically a, a cost-effective recipe that's circulated through 800 different breweries. And basically, it allows the breweries to gain sales while also raising money for hospitality works during COVID-19. Yeah, over 800 different types of breweries around the world uh, got access to this recipe. And they're participating within this I don't know, a campaign, I guess you could call it. And it goes to the hospitality workers. Yeah, this is like pandemic. nurses and shit like that, right? Yeah, so we're drinking this beer and it's for Not a good shit cause. Like that, but you know what I'm you saying. Know, some of the proceeds go to the hospitality workers. Yeah, so cheers, to, cheers to the hospitality workers, man. Good shit. I was at home for like three months playing video games while y'all were working. So, yeah, not to rub it in your face or anything, but. um, oh, So, if all of these breweries. Shout out to y'all. This this one is from Stony Creek, and where do you know where Stony Creek is? I don't. It's in Stratford. Right. I think it's in Stratford. It should say right here. It's uh, I know it's by the water. It is by no Branford. One of those Fords over there, Branford. Yeah, I heard, yeah. I heard the uh, brewery itself is beautiful. Great summertime brewery. Last winter I said all winter I'm definitely going to Stony Creek this summer, 100 percent. And then I did not do that at all, probably because of COVID. But it's a drive from where we are. It's like an hour. Yeah, well, ironically, we don't really go to breweries that often. As much as we no. always say that we're going to go to breweries, we really haven't. No. I mean, the pandemic doesn't help Especially either. the pandemic, though, because yeah. it's like social distancing. A lot of like, we and we were collabing with uh, our guys Labyrinth over there, and they, they had a whole system just on take-to-go beer. They're not really having people in the breweries. I mean, they might be now because we're getting deeper into the phases or whatever well even with labyrinth too he was fighting not fighting but he was pushing the town to actually let him get a uh a patio out there yeah yeah like get a permission to have a patio and actually have people even on the outside that was early on yeah that was 
early. And then we went to uh, Dockside Brewing. Is that the new brewery in Connecticut? Dockside. And I think that was in Stratford. Stratford, Stanford, something like that. Mm, it wasn't Stanford. I think it might. It's one of the Firds, though. Yeah, There's like the a. Firds. If you do it by ratio, every town that has a Ferd at the end has a brewery. Well, that's the Just thing about math. that's the thing about Connecticut, and I mean. For all these people, that every are, town is. You know, if, I mean, if you're from a bigger state, or you're from the Midwest or wherever, and I know some people do tune in from everywhere, all sorts of locations. But Connecticut, I mean, there's there's towns and cities everywhere. Yeah. I mean, pizza places and beer, man. That's it. You can't go wrong with CT. If you drive anywhere within two hours, you could end up in four different states, maybe more than that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, any direction. Jersey, really. Mass, New York. I mean, Maine's probably more than like Maine is three like and a half, four hours, something probably. like that. Yeah, but any direction, really. But you seen a couple breweries, or did you go to breweries in Maine? Or did you just drink the beer? We went to, yeah, we went to a couple. Not like in the indoor, they, they were kind of like the brewery restaurant more style. Oh, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. The hard, like uh, brew pubs or whatever yeah, they're yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, not like the whole industrial brewery type thing, but yeah, they, yeah. they almost just... We were in a brewery, and I thought we were in a restaurant, basically. Yeah, like, they have, like, a couple beers, but they also serve food, and they serve yeah. other people's beers, too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, so I think they call brew pubs or something like that. Well, when we were out there, too, in Maine, I think, no, this was a pub. This wasn't a brewery. But we were eating outside, and they had they had a specific system that I haven't seen in Connecticut. Maybe they maybe they do, maybe they don't. But in, the, in their system, uh, everybody ate outside. Um, you skipped it, you know, it was every other table. And you had to call a number, and you called in your order, Ooh. whatever you were getting. And then they would they would um, call you. They would come outside, call your name, and then they would drop the food off or drinks off at a central table where you go pick it up, kind of like takeout. And then you just chill out there on the deck, though. But you're not gonna go inside. Yeah. And you could take your mask off, mask off. You know when you sit. That down. seems like a little. I mean, it's a different state, so I don't really know how they're dealing with it. But like in Connecticut, we kind of had that system, but it was just like just patio only. But you still had servers and stuff. So, like, that kind of beats, defeats the purpose of, like, there's no server. There's probably no servers or nothing. Like, Did you no. tip? Uh, did we tip? Yeah. Uh, we did tip. I don't. Do you know, like, who or, like, where it went? I think I think they kind of, like, rung you out at that, cent- that center table. Oh, because, okay. I mean, you have a few feet away. I mean, they were being extra cautious. You don't have to be that cautious, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they were. Like, uh, like, you have three feet, and it was a big table and a center table where they would give you the takeout stuff, and you kind of just paid like that from what I remember. Or they took your card and brought it inside and gave it back to you. So, pretty well, all that. Yeah, I mean, that's straight. Everywhere you go. But, yeah, there's, there's rules, different rules. You go to Miami, it's a fucking free-for-all. You're, you're, you're drinking beer off of bitches' assholes. Yeah, literally. Miami. Just COVID-friendly, though. Just wear a mask and you're fine. Like, they'll, they'll get it and then and then recover, and then they're going right back out. And if they get it again, so be it. They're having fun. Yeah. I don't know. I'm over the mask thing, but that's, that's you know. Yeah, overall, what would you rate this beer? We've been trying to rate beers more often. Like a 4-2. 4-2? Let me give it I would more not set. buy this beer ever again. I would give it like a five seven. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's, know. It's, it's fucking gross. It's not like I, as I started drinking it, it's just not that good. I get you know it's like cost effective. It's a cheap beer. They didn't put their all into this, so I hope they don't get offended if they do catch it. But you know, it's for a good cause, so we're gonna support it. Yeah. Plus, plus what I imagine they're following another person's recipe. You, yeah, you yeah, haven't really just, perfected yeah. it. I mean, maybe you're handling with ingredients that you. Really they probably don't have like a handle. limited supply, whatever. Just get yeah. rid of it. Boom, boom, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, if you know, if you want to help out, go buy some. Some of the proceeds go to the hospitality workers. Got to support those guys because they're working hard for us. And uh, yeah, I mean, 
it's just it's not it's definitely not a repeat buy. Am I gonna drink the whole beer? Yeah, I'm not gonna waste it. It's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. Uh, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah, when probably wouldn't drink it. Again, but there is but, a weird grape yeah. fucking flavor in it for some reason. Happy to support it though. Tastes like a flat grape soda with alcohol. That's a great way to describe it. And that's just terrible to say about a beer. I don't think I've ever compared. A, I don't. I don't think I've ever had a grape flavor in a beer at all. Did ever. you buy another grape one? Actually, no. I had passion fruit, but that's a ghost. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's yeah, a those sour are, those beer. Are, those, are, those are pretty good. Yeah. Though. Those are good. Which um, you know, I don't mess with the sour beers too too much, but I like to dabble. I like to try new things. You know. Speaking of new things, I just watched the Last Dance. It's an old thing, but it's a new thing for me. Well, I'm glad you finally did watch it. I mean, I watched it when it first came out. What an amazing documentary. Yeah. I mean, the way they built that was just, I mean, it was awesome. Like, you you dove into so many stories. Phil Jackson, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, even Steve Kerr. Like, I never knew Steve Kerr's fucking dad got murdered uh, overseas doing uh, political shit. I don't even remember that in the, in the whole story. Yeah, he was, like a, uh, he was like the president... He was, like, uh, uh, humanitarian, so he was, like, teaching people, like, English and shit like that overseas, and he was, like, the president or whatever, and the former president had just got kidnapped, so, I, you know, boom, they, I guess they just killed him. He was missing for, like, three weeks, and just, that's it. I don't remember that at all. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Jordan's dad was missing for three weeks. They, this, they just killed this dude in, in like, Libya or something. Kerr's dad? Yeah. And Fucking he, murdered. Murdered? Yeah, just when like Jordan's little? dad. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't that old. Oh, yeah, he wasn't that old. Yeah, I mean, that. he was. He was like old enough to know. Like he was probably maybe like ten. I don't remember the exact age, but he wasn't like in high school Damn, or like college up. or anything. He used that fire to become a. That's what his mom said. He was like he just dove into basketball. I think he went undrafted. I think he was undrafted. Or no, yeah, he was. He was undrafted. I think he got a he got a scholarship to Arizona State last second out of high school. And he just went and then never looked back, I guess. Yeah, fact check me. Make sure I'm right. It's Almost gonna 100%. Take, nah, it's going to take too long to fact check. I mean, I know about, I know enough about Steve Kerr. Well, yeah, I also really didn't know Jordan's dad got murdered either like that. Well, I didn't know either. That's why I don't want to spoil that part for you. Yeah, I was I glad knew, you didn't because we were kind of talking about it. Because I knew his dad died. But I thought it was more on like, no, I don't like know. Like a, a sickness more or, a, natural, you know, like which, a natural thing. Yeah. Not fucking murder. That's crazy. Yeah, straight up murder. Like I didn't know that either. So they did a they dedicated a big part of the show to that. But it just makes everything so much like that much more emotional. Like, okay, Jordan retires, his dad sees his last game. Boom. He goes play for baseball. Comes back to basketball, wins his first championship without his dad on Father's Day. Chills. How do you view Chills, it? dog? That's instant chills. How do you view how do you view Michael Jordan differently? No. I mean, I always knew it was like, I always said Michael Jordan had like this ferocious mentality, but I didn't know it was to the level of what it really was. Like, you know, he's an asshole kind of, but like he even says, he goes, some people are going to watch this and think I'm a tyrant. That's because they never won anything in their lives. Like that was what he was. He was a winner. Like that's it. He just was winning. That's it. But I loved as much as he loved winning. I loved how he handled loss. He never, like, threw a fit. He never walked off the court. He never quit. He just said, oh, I lost? All right, bet. Next year, sweep. Fuck the Pistons. Sweep. Fuck the Pacers. Sweep. No, I don't think they swept the Pacers, but 
That's how he was, though. The dude goes, oh, 45 ain't 23. Next fucking game, he puts the 23 on, drops 50. Fuck you. I think they lost that series, but I mean, he was just like, yo, don't ever talk shit to Jordan because that's the number one lesson in the whole documentary. Don't talk shit to Jordan because he's going to murder you. Yeah. Humiliate you, that's it. You're done. Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you got exposed to this, and this is, this is the reason why I'm a Bulls fan. Oh. Why well, stuck with the Bulls? I mean... Yeah. But you were born like... You know, we were born right when he was right at the winning, end. Right at the end. Right at the end, and then they gave us Kobe Bryant, and then and then you know a little later LeBron, and, and a lot of great players besides that. But Jordan's right before that. My every, everyone in the '90s was was a Jordan fan. I mean, obviously besides some salty people. You had right? to, yeah. If you were if you were a Jazz fan, Pacers fan, Pistons fan. Definitely Pistons fan. You did not like Jordan, I feel like. Oh, no. Knicks, too. Knicks was a big rivalry for no Knicks reason. Knicks was another big yeah. one. But uh, you know why, though? Jordan loved playing in the Madison Square Garden. Dude would just have a ball. It is. So this is... I mean, I love the documentary. A lot of it was nothing new I know about Michael Jordan. Um, I mean, you get people nowadays that are talking about the comparison with LeBron. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. No. Um, especially because the people that argue that LeBron is better, I mean, a lot of them are younger generations. You haven't seen Jordan really play. I yeah. Mean, even me me included. I've, there's a, tons of games that I haven't seen Jordan play. I was just simply too young. But the way the way people are talking about Jordan versus LeBron, and then they just they get into like the athleticism and... And they, they they talk more about the stats and then it's yeah. just, but dude but it's what different. I was telling you was about like the legend of Michael Jordan everybody has a Michael Jordan story everybody and they enjoy has everybody Jordan. has a Michael Jordan story and they enjoy saying how much he kicked their ass yeah and they will say it in the first person like, like Jordan whipped my ass multiple times like word I said oh yeah I said this to Mike I should have never said that should have never and it's like you think it happens once in the documentary nah it happens like. Ten different times. And there was even that one time he, like, made it up in his head. Like, that nice game Mike shit. I was telling you about last night. Somebody, I forget who it was. He was like, nice game, Mike. He was like, all right, cool. Came back, destroyed him. He like took the it next personal. year. He took it super personal. Yeah. You know? But then they were like, oh. Like, it comes out, like, decades later that, like, the dude never said that. And he was like, yeah, I made it up. He was like, he, like, put that out into the media just so it would fucking circulate. And he would use it. In his head. Like, it was fucking real. And he just built it. Like, how do you just ignite that flame like that? Just switch on. All the time. He always wanted to prove someone wrong. He always had that. Like, just that flu game. I mean, was the big, big, I mean, biggest example has to be. That he has, like, this inner thing. He has access somewhere in his brain where he just doesn't even care. He just goes off. No, I think he put up 38 points that game. I think it was actually what food poisoning. Yeah, it was food poisoning. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I thought he actually had the flu. But they were but saying no, he food poisoning. But they were saying how dizzy he was. He was throwing up on the bench every time he sat down. Yeah, you know, take a little break. And I give you know I lost some respect for Scottie Pippen, and I gained some respect for Scottie Pippen. One because he quit that one game, but two, the way he hurt his back in that last game. Yeah, I kind of thought he was being a little bitch. But then somebody was like, "Yeah, you would think so," but like, nah. Like, he was in serious, serious pain. But he pushed through, you know, because of Jordan. Well, with the last dance, too, they got into it with the with the GMs and the coaches, the relationships between the players and on all levels of, of the whole sports team organization, you know? Yeah. So when you see, like, what was, what was happening with Scottie Pippen and you saw, like, the bad relationship with the manager and you started seeing, like, his morale start to plummet, and then it, you saw he wasn't getting paid either and yeah. he didn't have the motivation to... He wanted to act out. 
Yeah, that was, that was it was insane. Over he, and over again. He was like second in like four categories on the Bulls. First in a couple other ones. And obviously the Bulls was the best team in the league. And he was like the tenth highest played paid player on the Bulls, and he was like hundred and sixty sixth in the league. Yeah, he's basically getting or paid take a couple or he, whatever. He was getting paid chump change and he was still probably a top five player in the entire league. But you know what I respect though? He did say he was like, yo, I needed to make sure injury, whatever, da 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 he I needed to make sure my people were taken care of. And like his brothers, I don't know if he had sisters, but I remember one of his brothers was like, you know, they built he built his parents a house, sent them money every month, like this, that and the third. Like I respect it. You know, if you you come from you come from the hood, you got a shot to like bring your parents and all your, you know, siblings out of it, regardless of the money. I mean, you're going to sign, like, yeah, you're getting unpaid, but, like, you got to get them out. You got to get them out, you know? Yeah, you're going you're gonna, to gonna sign. I mean, when you go from that level of college to the NBA, and they're, and they're throwing millions in your face, you know, like, if we're yeah, doing... Yeah, it's outrageous. Like, like, if someone was like, we'll buy your podcast. Yeah. Six million. We're going to think about it. I'm definitely going to I mean, are we worth it. six million? We could be. I think we were at 60 million. Minimum. Just throws another zero on it. Just, just a zero. Because if you think, think about it, all right, you bet me six. I think we're at 60. Meet me in the middle at 25. And, you know, now we got ourselves a deal. How That's how you haggle. How would we? <laughs> <laughs> meet us somewhere in there. Yes. Halfway. Dude. That's fair. We're going to throw our offer out there. What if they they want they want us to offer first? We'll just throw 60 million out it's gonna there. It's going to throw 60 million out there. See what happens. I like... had a job interview one time. After, this was like three years ago. Uh, I go in for a bartending inter- interview, and they're like, "Oh, well, we need like a front of the house manager, basically like a you know like just a straight up manager." She was like, "What would your desired salary be?" And I've I've one I've never know I don't know anything about salaries, I don't know anything. I was like 21, 22. I don't know anything about salaries. I don't know anything about even being like what managers get paid. So I was like, "Yeah, like uh." Like fifty thousand, <laughs> and they looked at me. They, they were like, "All right, we'll be in touch." And they never called me. And then I looked. At, I looked up online. Like later, it was like the the average salary of like a restaurant manager is like thirty five to forty thousand, something like that, or whatever. And I was just like, "Wow, I just overshot it so high. They're definitely not going to call me back." Because I was thinking about how much money I make in my head. So I was like, "I got to make close to forty G's a year, just bartending." That was before, you know, my old place. So I'm like, I got to get paid more than that or it's not worth it, you know? Yeah, but I mean, everything in the professional industry pisses me off. I can't even lie. I get angry. Just I could go on a million rants about just the whole professional industry. Just people acting professional when they're really not. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people personally. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have something like LinkedIn. Like, I have something like LinkedIn. So this might be like me ranting to you. But LinkedIn is like that place. Yeah, I get it. You're gonna, you're there to create value. It's a more professional kind of Facebook or social media platform. But you have tons of people on LinkedIn, and all they ever post, like I would say, nine out of ten people that I have at least, all you see is people posting that they have like the same message, and it says, it says, just accepted a full time position at this company. Uh, I would like to thank all my friends and family for supporting me along the way. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And can't wait to see what the what this journey holds or what's what's ahead in my future. Oh yeah, on to the and next then, on to the next step of my and life then, or whatever. And that's what LinkedIn is. It's a lot of like humble bragging and people wearing like the glossed up headshots with the suits on and stuff. Yo, deadass, I didn't make it I didn't make it LinkedIn. That was my specific reason why I didn't make it LinkedIn. It's just, I don't I don't have a picture of like like a senior photo in a suit. Like I, I have, have one and I hate it. Yeah, I don't have I it. hate it. It's just, it's not who I am. Yeah. yeah like, I, I love wearing suits. Suits are fresh. I fucking love You've wearing You gotta love suits. the drip of the suit. But, I don't, I don't like wearing professional suits. But, bro, like, that's like, if we, the way we act in this podcast is the way that we act as soon as we shut this camera off. Yeah, Same nah. way. And nothing right before. But to, right after. But that's like, LinkedIn is like coming onto this podcast and literally just fixing yourself up, maybe like have a script, and then just acting professional, no swearing. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's just not who we are. Yeah, no. That's not who I am. And that's why I just never mesh well, well, like too well with LinkedIn. I mean, people love it. People love being professional, but there's just, when you're being professional, I get that there's like a, there's like that fine line you walk, you know, just like how you're a bartender. There's things, yeah. there's boundaries. There's boundaries. Of course. But when I'm talking about strictly being professional, I just think that there's all these Crazy standards that yeah. you have to unnecessary standards. Uphold. But look at like look at Phil Jackson. When Phil Jackson came in, they were like, "Nah, this is a hippie." Like he, you know, he didn't. I don't even. I think his first day he didn't come in a suit. But the dude, he was assist started assistant manager. Phil Jackson, pretty sure. I think he was yeah. under the other I mean, guy. Over, well, he, the, the the other coach with uh, the fucking it, hair. Was it Collins? Doug Collins? Might have been Doug I Collins. I don't remember his name hundred percent. Either him or it wasn't Van. Gundy. But it's like yo. And that's why I like bartending, because I could be myself. Like, I don't need to be, oh, here you, like, and I pick and choose where I, you know, pick and chose my jobs, um, where I wanted to work. Because if they didn't allow me to be myself, I can't do that. I'm not good with that. I don't no, like not that. at all. Like, I use my slang. I, I talk the way I talk to everybody that comes to bar. I don't give a fuck if you're 70 or 21. Because don't come to my bar unless you're 21 and older. Yeah. Well, I'm the same way, which was funny because remember we took that personality test. We ended, we actually ended up with the same personality yeah. out of 16 different kinds. And you made, we took this extensive test. I think it's, and we didn't been. cheat either. I didn't, I didn't even know about it. I was just doing it while well, we were on Xbox. Yeah. We didn't even, we, well, we didn't result or reveal our results until, until the end. Yeah. To each other. And we, yeah, we ended up with the same personality and a lot of it was around, um, doing what you're feeling I, uh, I can't remember the top of my head. It was E F M J. No, no, E F M T. I don't know. I'm not gonna. Name. I'm not gonna fuck it up yet. But maybe. Michael Scott was one of the people. Michael Scott was one of our. Will Smith, type. I think, was another one. I gotta find it right now. But yeah, we, basically, this personality type is doing uh, very spontaneous, uh, extroverted. Um, it was basically just constantly uh, living a life without structure. That's what it was. Yeah. Just doing what you feel. And there's pos- positivity, the I think, is a big one as well. Uh, finding deeper meanings in random books and movies and Oof. shows, even though they don't have one. It's just, that's what our personality was. You know what? That was a bullshit. And you know, now that you say it, I guess maybe because we're older, but like, remember those assignments back in school? They'd be like, oh, find the meaning of this poem. And it was like about the shadow of a tree in the middle of a desert and like this, that, and the third. Yeah, but like, yo, at 14, 15, I'm not thinking that deep. I'm good. I'm I'm thinking about Call of Duty after fucking school, maybe WoW, probably WoW, little Call of Duty later. Remember Mike Myers? That shit was lit. But uh, yeah, I wasn't thinking about the deeper meaning of poetry. Yeah, and but all you didn't like shit. that. I kind of enjoyed doing that, even though you are talking out of your ass trying to come up with some bullshit meaning. But 
I don't know. I thought it does kind of like spark your creativity. But you know what? Maybe they did that to see if we could. Well, it's do critical that. thinking, you know. It's that's just. See, I never paid attention. I was like, yeah, this is bullshit. Peace. I think it's less problem solving. It's more about critical thinking. Just seeing, seeing what you could come up with. That's why I was kind of like English, even though I, I, I had, I wasn't good at school. I think I had like a two point, a low two on the GPA. Dude, if I got a seventy, I was with it. I was, like, yeah. striving for that line. You know what? And I think I'm smarter than everybody else. Wonder why? Because I knew how to get a fucking 70. You tried hard to get a 99, and you only got a 96. I tried to get a 70, and I got it. So fuck y'all. Yeah, and you missed out on life because we did fun shit. Yeah, we did fun shit, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, what's that Kanye line? Uh, valedictorian, scared of the class. Oh, no, something about hopping in the DeLorean. In the DeLorean. Yeah, we walked out. We we were in that gray area. We oh yeah, we we did everything we can before getting dropped out. Yeah, yeah no, everything. Oh. Just, we, we we and I'll never right forget. Here. I'll never forget. I used to get curves on top of like, yo, Miss Lavelle. You know, I'm not gonna put our whole names there, but you know, let me get the curve. Let me get the curve on the final. I got this tub away. You pray. You pray. <laughs> you pray for that curve, man. You Dude, pray for the curve. Love a curve. Love a curve. You see, I'd be like this. I'd be like, all right, twelve point curve. All I need is a fifty-eight. And I'm good. I passed. That's it. 58. Oh, 25 questions. Divide that up. And I'd have this fucking equation. I got, uh, All I need to get is eight and a half questions right. And I pass. So I'd fucking study for like eight questions hard. And I'd be good. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you sit next to. It don't care if that's your boy, don't, boy for life, your own cousin. Doesn't matter. You want that person to fail to bring to bring up that curve. Oh yeah, no, you want everybody 100%, 100%. to fail. We need everybody failing. Everybody. And you know curves are bullshit too because it's basically like yo, I don't feel like giving this test again, so you're all gonna pass. But you know, some would, of you are just too far fucking gone. I would always get a kick out of the teacher's face when they would walk in with just pure disappointment just, on their face before addition out the like I results. suck at my job. <laughs> <laughs> just like they're like, we had seventy five percent of the class got a D. Yeah. <laughs> like, so there's a curve now. Yeah. So there's a curve, and we're moving on to I, the next thing. <laughs> I don't want this to go on my record that my failure rate is this high. Yeah, literally. We'll so do, uh, we'll curve. do better next time. We're just gonna throw in a couple yes. numbers. Throw a couple numbers. Yeah. You think there's girls that fuck their professor for good grades? I think it definitely goes both ways. You think there's guys that fuck girl teachers? What are you talking about? It's everywhere. You never see all these articles about it? It's I mean, everywhere. I see it on X videos, but I think it's made up. 300% goes both ways. Are you oh, kidding me? Shit. You never see, like... You already know You already know that the guy is with it all the time. Yeah. And, I mean, there might be a female teacher, but... Watch, I'll, I'll pull it I mean, right see, that's, now. A, that's a play on power, though. Fuck teachers like that. I don't like that. Fuck that. That's not cool. That's not cool, teachers. You're in a position of power. That's not cool. Probably influencing a mind that isn't all the way developed. It's fucked up. The first result I got is a list of 25 female teachers with students. Sex offenders. And you're taking advantage of them, you know? And Yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is a... I'm not, gonna even, I'm not even gonna bother with this list. Nah, yeah, fuck that list. See that it's there. But no, it's out there. I just thought it was, you know, that's weird that that actually happens. But now, you know... Now that I know teachers outside of school, I have a whole different view on them. Which is what? I, I, I like, they're normal know. people. Like, I feel oh, like... like, like what? No, like, in school, like, you're like, oh, my God, like, teacher, like... They have, like, this aura, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just older, they're wiser. You automatically they're, don't want to listen. You almost don't want to listen. Yeah, you don't want to listen to them because yeah. they're, they're, they have an authority over you. But now I see teachers all the time, and I'm like, yo, let's have a beer, like... <laughs> 
Well, once you're older too, and I mean, hopefully you did a good job of like socially developing, so you get some empathy. Yeah. And then you could kind of empathize. Oh yeah, I've apologized to multiple teachers. Oh yeah, because you know you feel like an asshole for the shit we did. My bad, dude. My bad. It wasn't. You know, I've I've actually apologized to a teacher, and uh, she kind of like I felt like she didn't forgive me at all. She was just like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> oh, you know. You took years off my life. Yeah, I mean, if you want to hold that grudge, that's on you. You see I, that I, bald spot? It. You see that bald spot right there? That's because of yeah, you. Yeah, I definitely... You bastard. Shout out to all the teachers that I've ever had. <laughs> Except my fourth grade teacher. I'm not going to name her on here, but fuck you. Well, hey, <laughs> well, hey we're doing better now. I'm wondering. Yeah, we're... <laughs> Yeah, we're in the basement. It's not that hot today. I mean, it's not that hot today. I'm, I don't need a rag. Shout out to Fall. How much time we got? We got a minute and a half. So, uh, yeah, Fall's coming. Fall's here. Fall's here. We're recording in this room temperature basement. Feels Literally, good. it's fucking all, relief. All of these teachers are looking at us like we're successful now. Yeah, no. We got a Patreon. We got fucking beers. We got, we got a, a computer. You know? We got a Patreon with three people. Sign up for Patreon so we can become more successful. Oh, yeah, we got to promote that. I forgot. We we don't promote our Patreon. Yo, Patreon. Shout shout out to everybody supporting. We do got to. There's actually a a good amount of people on there. Shout out to everybody. There's absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know. So we when we drink a beer like this, it doesn't come, you know, hurt us that bad. Nah. You know, because it's already. Supports our, our, you know, our project. We, We appreciate it. Nah, we're just bullshitting around. Yeah, fall time's here. Yeah, fall time's here. But yo, real quick, if you didn't feel like this, you live in Connecticut, you had to have felt like this. Fall came out of fucking nowhere. It was 90, then it was 40. There was no in between. It's all of a sudden fucking freezing. Do I still have my AC on at night? Yes, but I need it. I went to bed with a sweatpants and a a windbreaker on, woke up, went to the gym, came out of the gym already in a full-blown sweat. Yeah. Now I'm here. I sleep. I slept with two blankets all summer, by the way, because excuse me, that AC cranks. I know. I think you're bugging for using blankets in the summer. All day. That's so- not me at all, dude. I need blankets. They're comfy, man. But we gotta get out of here. We got ten seconds left. Nine, eight, seven. You gonna no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm we're like, out of here. We- <laughs>